This segment of the Cliff Notes Podcast is sponsored by the Maryville Forum Sports Section. The Maryville Forum provides coverage of the Maryville, Platte Valley, Nottoway Valley, Worth County, and Northwest Missouri State football teams each week in print and digital. The Forum is proud to cover all sports for Maryville, Platte Valley, North Nottoway, Northeast Nottoway, Nottoway Valley High Schools, and Northwest Missouri State University. A year-long subscription to the Forum is only $35. Go to MaryvilleForum.com to get yours today. Coming up on the Cliff Notes Podcast, week three pregame show. It's Northside versus Southside as Lafayette locks up with Benton. Bragging rights are on the line in this huge matchup. And Central takes a road trip to Belton. All that and so much more on the Cliff Notes Podcast, week three pregame show. And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I am your host, Clifton Grooms. I cannot believe we are in week three already. It's going to be week 10 before we know it. But let's go ahead. Let's not waste any more time. Let's run down some scores from last week. And a tough game at Noyes Field. North Kent City was able to shut out Central. 38 to nothing was the final score. Lafayette with the first official win of the season, defeating Atchison 51-20 was the final score in that one. Bitten comes up short at Pleasant Hill by the score of 50-19. Savannah in a defensive game over Lathrop. 6-0 was the final score there. Lincoln Prep all over Cameron. 60-7 was the final score. Harrisonville over Maryville 28-20. And then Chillicothe moves to 2-0 with a 34-14 victory over Kirksville. We'll recap week three here just real quick, but but first, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But after that, we're going to break down the north side versus south side matchup between Lafayette and Benton. And welcome back to the Cliff Notes Podcast Week 3 pregame show. We're going to kick it off by breaking down the huge north side versus south side matchup between Lafayette and Benton. It's just been a rivalry just throughout all these years. Even when I was in high school, I went to Central. So I definitely remember, you know, Lafayette Benton definitely getting it on there. Um, Some of those great Benton teams in the early 2000s, um, Lafayette, really their ascension towards um, really dominating this rivalry in the late 2000s with uh, Paul Woolard as their head coach with quarterbacks like Bryson Williams, uh, Tim Nelson, um, Drew Cortez, and now Jared Saunders looks like he's doing his thing there. We'll talk a little bit more about him here here really soon. But uh, the Irish, they have won last year's game 13-6 to was the final score in that one. So Benton defensively played them really, really close. So I know, like I said, you know, I've said this over last year too to both coaches, um, both Coach Keaton and Coach McDowell at the time. I said, you can throw the record books out the window as far as this matchup. This, I think these kids, they get up for it. And I, I, I don't think it's going to be anything different on Friday night at Sparks Field. So... The Irish have won last year's game 13-6 and 13 of the last 14 games. The Cardinals' last win in the series was 2015 when current Missouri Western wide receiver Cooper Burton was the quarterback for the football team. So that's some history, a little bit of history there. So uh, Lafayette coming off their victory over Atchison 51-20 was the final score in that one. that game um, produced not only a big game on the scoreboard for the team, but some records broken for a couple of individuals there. Um, Jaron Saunders um, broke the um, state record for passing yards in a game with 698 yards against the Phoenix. And then Kingston Oliver got himself 
in the record books with 398 receiving yards. That is the most receptions in a game in state history. So congratulations to those two individuals. We did have an opportunity to talk with Irish head coach Ryan Troy. We talked about last week's game against Atchison of those two kids that we just mentioned right there and a look ahead to this week's matchup against Benton. Here's our interview with Coach Ryan Troyer right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are previewing the big north side versus south side matchup this week between Lafayette and Benton. We have the head coach of the Lafayette Fighting Irish and former Lafayette Fighting Irish player with us, Ryan Schroyer. Coach, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing terrific. How are you doing, Clifton? I'm doing great, Coach. We've got a lot of great football to talk about. Um, coach, um, last week you were able to step onto the football field for the first time this season. Took a little short trip to Atchison and um, picked up a um, 50-21 to 21 victory over the, the Atchison Phoenix and um, broke some, uh, picked up a big win and um, broke some records along the way. So, um, Coach, just um, walk us through the game. Man, uh, we just – we have a good team effort, effort going on and uh, we're all working together coaching-wise – players wise position wise of just you know competing and doing the best job we can to make our team win and be successful and um you know two records we broke are both crazy you know incredible um but you know that's something that this team you know can't ever have taken away from in their lives and you know that that game is a lifelong uh, memory they get to have and you know the team effort wise whether it was my offensive coordinator coach Jason Guthrie calling a awesome game or you know Jaron Saunders slinging it around or Kingston Oliver or Carlos Cortez or Malik Reed or Xander Mace or any one of those guys uh you know the the team the team did a really good job and uh none of that's possible without the offensive line protecting him and he did a great they did a great job I he barely got touched and um so hats off to them and the defense played well um forcing a few turnovers and holding them under 100 yards and um special teams um played hard and uh we'll continue we'll continue to get better at those and um but it was a good game it was it 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 was interesting. Um, we kind of had a sloppy first quarter, taking care of the ball and um, putting them in some spots. Like, for instance, first time they got the ball, they were on the six yard line going in, and so there's only so much you can do, um, you know, given field position. And um, but offensively, we were just lights out and. I feel like any time we could get a stop or give the opportunity for the offense to get on the field uh, is a good thing because they were obviously balling out, setting setting state records, and um, you know. But it's a team effort, whether it be position wise, whether it be other receivers running their routes hard, or whether it be you know defensive coordinator, offensive co- coordinator. And uh, I'm just I'm just proud of the team. I really am. Uh, Coach, uh, the, that was a good win last week. Uh, this week, uh, I talked about it earlier at the beginning of the interview. It's at Northside versus Southside. It's Lafayette versus Bitten. 
But before we talk about the uh, 2021 version, I want to get your thoughts. You know, you've played in this rivalry. Now you're coaching at it. Uh, what what does this rivalry mean to you? Um, for me, playing in it, it was the most important football game of the season in my in my eyes, and um, for a few reasons. Uh, one, because it was a district game to get us into the playoffs for the first time for forever, where we were able to make it to the playoffs and lose to Staley by one touchdown. Um, and two, it was, you know, Coach Wollard's second year and he was building things and he he always had a good plan and vision and just well-rounded. And, um, you know, I was bought in. The, the whole team's bought in. And um, previously before us, you know, been really – handled stuff and they were successful and um, we're able to flip that around and keep that going over the next however many years. And um, so it it really means a lot. Um, You know, rivalry games, if if you don't have a rival, then I don't know really if you, if you stand for anything, I know, you know, having one right in the same town, and uh, growing up with it, it's pretty cool. Um, and I know that it'll bring the most out of both teams and uh, hopefully put on a good show for the city. Um, but, you know, I, I get it. and I, I completely get it. And, uh, you know, the importance of it and the ramifications of it and, you know, bragging rights and wanting to wanting to continue, you know, to have another memory, a good memory to tell, you know, to have for the rest of your life. So um, it's a pretty big deal. And then let's talk about the 2021 version. Obviously, you know, um, the records may look like, you know, one team's going in one direction and then one team's going in the other. But, um, you know, this you can, throw, you can throw records out the window when you, when you match these teams up. You know, for example, last year, Benton played Lafayette really close last year, 13-6, to six, I believe, was the final in that one. But, um, Coach, uh, just your overall thoughts on um, the uh, the Benton squad from this year and what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Um, like, like you said, it's a rivalry game. You can throw whatever anybody has to say, paper, whatever, out the window. You know, it's going to be two teams trying their absolute best um, to be successful over an extended period of time. Um, <clears throat> so I know that their effort's going to be there. And, you know, I know Coach Keaton and um, a few of his, the people on his staff, and I know they'll be well coached, and I know they'll they'll bring it. And uh, <clears throat> so I we definitely – Definitely don't look to paper. Don't look to, you know, the past to where this game's headed. Uh, we look to control what we can control and, you know, respect all, fear none. You know, respect their opponent. And they have some good players and they have some good coaches. And I know I know they'll be, they'll be ready to play. So uh, definitely not even close to overlooking them. Uh, just ready to 
um, play a good football game and hopefully, you know, put on a good show for St. Joe. Absolutely. I think both teams will definitely do that. I'll be there on Friday night. So, um, Coach Troyer, thank you so much for coming on the podcast once again. And and congratulations on win number one officially as a head coach. And um, good luck to you guys during this week, during the week of practice. And um, good luck to you guys against Benton. Thanks, Clifton. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coach Troyer, for coming on the podcast once again. And we also did have an opportunity, of course, to talk like we do every single week with Cardinal head coach Kevin Keaton. Um, coach um, breaks down his his team's matchup last week against Pleasant Hill, what this rivalry game means to him, and a look ahead to the 2021 matchup with Lafayette. Here's our interview with Coach Keaton right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are previewing the big north side versus south side matchup between Lafayette and Benton this week. we got the head coach of the Benton Cardinals again with us this week. That would be Coach Kevin Keaton. Coach, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Looking forward to the game. How are you doing? Uh, you know what? I If I was any better, they'd arrest me. I'll tell you what. Uh, I I couldn't be any better than I am right now. Well, Coach, um, let's go ahead real quick. We're going to talk about that big game here in just a minute. But let's go ahead. Let's recap last week real quick. Um, Coach, um, a tough loss, a tough trip to Pleasant Hill um, last Friday night. Um, Coach, just um, your thoughts on the game. Sure. You know, we were more efficient offensively and defensively. Um, our young our young kids had a game under their belt. And you'll see – you'll see a lot of improvement between week one and week two with young kids. And we saw that uh, Pleasant Hill has a very, very good football team. And they're, an, they're an old team. They're a seasoned team. Uh, I liked what we did at times and the game got away, got away from us sometime mid second quarter, but I, it was, it was fun. You know, they, Got the opening possession uh, on an onside that was touch and go, and they scored. And then our kids answered right back. I loved seeing that. Uh, we fought the entire game. We fought the entire game, and we're getting a couple kids back this week uh, from injury that will that will be helpful. Well, coach, uh, before we get into the uh, 2021 version of the North Side versus South Side rivalry, um, you've been at Benton. This is your fourth season there, so you've coached in this game. Um, several times. Um, what's this rivalry mean to you and what's it mean to the kids? Well, there's nothing like Friday Night Lights. And certainly there's nothing like a rivalry game with Friday Night Lights. It's just, it's different. It's, it's special. I'm so excited. I'm excited for kids to play the game of football, all kids. I, I'm, I'm excited for both teams to be able to play in front of a packed house especially what we went through last year. Uh, certainly I'm excited for our kids. Our, our kids have worked really, really hard over the last 365 days. Uh, and they, they want to put their best foot forward on this one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then um, this Lafayette team, you know, it seems like Lafayette every year, you know, they always have speed and athleticism um, on their team every single year. Um Coach, um, what's your um, scouting report as far as the Fighting Irish, and um, oh what can we expect on the field this Friday? They they slung the ball all over the field. They were really really efficient uh, offensively, certainly in the passing game. The kid threw for almost 700 yards 
some kind of state record they're telling me. Wow. I mean, you you just have to tip your hat to that. Uh, and that was, that was the entire offense because the, the pass blocking's right and the routes are right. And uh, he's got a, he's got a cannon. He is, he is good. He is good. Um, we definitely, our defense in the back end of our defense has some, has a challenge. Uh, we like some of the coverages that we have. We like some of the, some of our thoughts defensively. Uh, we'll have to execute it to uh, be able to keep everything in front of us. Well, Coach, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to be there Friday night, so it should be a really, really fun game. I like rivalry games. So, um, Coach Keaton, again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. As always, um, always unlending your time. And uh, good luck to you and your boys this week against Lafayette. Thanks for what you do for high school football, Cliff. Thank you so much, Coach Keaton, for coming on the podcast. Definitely appreciate that. Um, next matchup that we're going to preview is going to be Central taking a road trip to Belton. Um, Indians coming off a 38 to nothing loss to North Kansas City. They're 0-2 on the season. Um, Belton is 2-0 on the season with two wins over Raytown South and Ruskin. So the Indians are going to be looking to provide the Pirates with a little bit of a test. Um, we had an interview to catch up. We had an opportunity to catch up with head coach Reggie Trotter of the Indians to talk about last week's game against North Kansas City and a look ahead to this matchup with Belton. Here's our interview with Coach Trotter right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking City 11-man football. We are here with the head coach of the Central Indians, Reggie Trotter. Coach, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Clifton. Thanks for having me on tonight. Always a pleasure. Well, Coach, um, I had an opportunity to um, go to go watch your team, you know, firsthand. And, um, no, we had a couple of these um, earlier in the season, just a couple games like this. You know, you look at the final score and you may think that, you know, it's worse than what it was. But I don't think this game was actually as bad as it as the score seemed. Um, the score was 38 to nothing in favor of North Kansas City. But I thought I thought the defense played really well for three quarters. So, um, Coach, just um, your overall, your thoughts on the game. You know, I agree with you. You know, we actually, on, on defense, we didn't uh, – we gave up one touchdown in the second half. It was a touchdown on a uh, on a kickoff return. Um, uh, or uh, was one? I think it was a kickoff return. I think we had a, uh, uh, a safety, and they scored a touchdown on that. But uh, defensively, I thought we flew around. And played really well. I think we had, we minimized um, we minimized mistakes and made tackles. Those are kind of things that we wanted to do. We wanted to uh, force two um, wanted to force two punts. We forced three. Uh, I believe we got three takeaways, uh, maybe even four. And you know those are things. Those, those are those are winning caliber plays uh, on the defensive side. Uh, we just didn't have enough to. Uh, on offense to 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 crack open what could have been a pretty pretty special night for us to get a win there, but didn't have enough in the didn't have enough in the tank. Well, coach, um, that, when you when you guys got that first takeaway, um, the very first one of the game, did you really feel like you know kind of you know maybe there might have been a little bit of momentum um, going on your side, but then the next the next possession you give it right back? Is it was it just kind of? You know, a little bit, you know, something like that. You know, I know that happened on a couple of instances during the game where kind of, you know, you were able to get the momentum looking for a big score, but then just a mistake, and then a mistake happened right afterwards. So did you feel like – did you feel that way? 
You know what I did? You know, I, I felt really good about that first takeaway. And actually, uh, you know, Gary Elder had, had picked up that fumble and, and was able to rumble back a few yards to uh, to set us up in pretty good field position. Uh, we weren't able to, to cash it in. Uh, I had a couple takeaways later on, but uh, it, it is frustrating. It is frustrating. We actually had a punt. We forced a punt. They they kicked a you know they kicked a long punt. We had one of our kids. The ball hit his foot, and they end up getting on it. But we we, we step back up and force another punt. You know, so there's a lot of positives that happened in that game. I mean, offensively, even so, I mean, I know it's hard to say offensively we did some good things because we didn't score any points, but uh, we had a hundred yard rusher in Gabe Fields, a freshman, uh, freshman running back. Um, you know, offensive line, you know, protected pretty well and ran the ball pretty well on a really, really stout defensive line team. Now, if you look at that defensive line, you know you're not going to keep your quarterback upright very long. You know, and, and our offensive line really played pretty well against a really tough defensive front. So, um, it's, it's, it bodes well for us moving forward, uh, but we really would love to have the, the fruits of our labor come out on the winning side. Well, Coach, you're going to have an opportunity to come out on the winning side this week. You guys get to take a road trip to Belton, um, one of the top yep. teams in Class 5. A, uh, they were really, really good last year. They seem like they're pretty formidable again this year. So, uh, Coach, uh, what have you seen on film from Belton, and uh, what can we expect from this game on Friday? Well, like you said, I mean they are very talented. Uh, they they're uh, they're two and zero. Oh. They've you know they've done some really good things in the special teams game, and they run the ball really well. Uh, they don't they don't pass the ball uh, a tremendous amount. So us being able to focus in on their plays and tackle uh, with great efficiency is really going to keep us in the ball game. Uh, I think offensively, I think we have a good scheme going. Uh, for what they do on defense. I'm looking forward to our offensive guys really exploding. Uh, they are a talented team. Uh, I believe they're in the top 20 or whatever in in, uh, in the area. Uh, excuse me, as far as area schools go, they went uh, they went eight games a year ago. Uh, we had them on the ropes at home, you know, and, and uh, we couldn't score to be able to uh, take advantage of, of the defensive play that we had. So hopefully we'll be able to change that this week and, and make sure we come out 1-0 at the end of the week. Coach, um, I wish you guys uh, good luck during this week in practice, and I uh, wish you guys good luck on the road on on Friday against Belton. I appreciate it. Going to need it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Trotter, for coming on the podcast. Um, next matchup that we're going to preview is an MEC conference matchup between Maryville and Chillicothe. Um, it seems like you know these two have always been great rivals. Um, I remember in the um, mid early two thousands where these two teams would literally play for a district championship. In week 10, it literally, the playoffs would come down to these two teams. Now, um, Maryville has had a little bit of a stranglehold on the rivalry here this past decade, other than um, the 2017 regular season matchup, but Maryville was able to repay them back in the 2017 playoff matchup. But, you know, it's 2021 now. Uh, Maryville um, coming off a tough loss to Harrisonville last week. Coming off a couple of losses to some really tough opponents in Harrisonville and Blair Oaks. Um, two, uh, two top five ranked teams in their respective classes. Uh, Maryville still in the top ten in class two. Chillicothe off to a good 2-0 start with victories over Marshall and Kirksville. So they're definitely going to be looking to build on, on that and look to go 3-0 and against Spoof Outs. We did have an opportunity to talk with Maryville head coach Matt Webb about all that and so much more. Here's our interview with Coach Webb, and that's coming up right now. 
And we're here on the Cliff Notes Cup podcast. We are continuing on with our first segment here on the week three pregame show. We are here with our weekly conversation with Maryville Spookhound head coach, Matt Webb. Coach, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, Clifton. Always, always a pleasure. So, uh, Coach, um, a matchup in Harrisonville on Friday night between uh, two of the top team, two top ten ranked teams in their respective classes. Unfortunately, fell a little short to Harrisonville on Friday, 28 to 20 was the final there. Um, Coach, just um, overall your thoughts on the game. Well, give uh, Harrisonville a lot of credit. They, they, they did a good job beating us. Um, you know, we uh, we didn't do things again. It took it takes to win a football game. So um, disappointed in, 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 uh, uh, in how we played and in, in, in a lot of factors. Um, but uh, again, you know, Harrisonville's a good football program. Uh, give the tippy hat to them. Good, give them credit. They they came out and and beat us and um, deserve deserve a good win for them. Well, coach, um, you know, the non-conference schedule is over for the most part. We got one more. We got one more non-conference game in the middle of the schedule. But this week, you start conference play. Another run at another MEC championship. Um, coach Chillicothe's on the schedule this week, and uh, I know the Hornets. You know. Maryville Chillicothe, it's always been a big rivalry when I was in school. It's been a big rivalry there. Um, Coach, just um, your thoughts on um, this matchup with Chillicothe on Friday? Yeah, it's uh, one of those games that um, you look forward to on schedule every year. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, like you said, everything you said, I agree with. It's a rivalry game, and um, but you always look forward to playing those rivalry games. And coach, uh, what's up? What's on the scouting report? I know the Hornets, they're two and oh, got off to a great start in non conference play. Just um, your your scouting report on the Hornets and what you've seen so far on film. Well, a very good football team. Um, they've uh, you know, got a new new coach, not new to them, uh, new head coach Chad Smith, um, took over this year and and um, uh, as in, in on the head coaching duties, and um, he's got his team playing inspired football, they're playing very well, they're physical on both sides of football. Uh, they're big. Um, their offensive line um, is huge. You know, they've got a couple 300-pound guys and um, reminds me a lot of uh, the 2017 Chilcothe team. You watch them on film from a scheme standpoint. Um, they're not running the flex zone option like they have under Coach Rulo in the past years. So um, back to a power run game, um, you know, big physical backs, uh, uh, play action pass. And when they do play action pass, they're really good at it um, because everybody gets geared up to stop the run. And it's going to take uh, – um, a really good effort by us because um, they're playing really good. They're two and zero for a reason because they're uh, they're listening to their new coach. They're playing inspired football, and um, I'm sure community's fired up for for us to come in there. It's it's been a rival, and um, should be a great great football game. Absolutely, should be a great rivalry game on Friday night. Chillicothe, coach, um, always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and um, good luck to you guys in Chillicothe on Friday. Thanks, Clinton. Thank you so much, Matt Webb of the Maryville Spoofhounds for coming on the podcast. Next MEC conference matchup is Cameron on the road to Kansas City to take on St. Pius X. Dragons coming off that tough loss to Lincoln Prep last week to get their record to one and one. Um, St. Pius, um, they they were two and zero. They're two and zero on the season after two convincing wins over Pembroke Hill and St. Michael. They're they're the defending MEC conference champions, so I know definitely they're going to have a little bit of a target on their back, and Cameron's going to be looking to knock them off there. So that's going to be a great matchup there in Kansas City. We had an opportunity to talk with head coach Jeff Wallace of the Cameron Dragons to break down this matchup and so much more. Here's our interview with Coach Wallace right now. 
And we're continuing on here on the week three pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Cameron Dragons. That would be Jeff Wallace. Coach, how are you? Hey, I'm doing real, real good. Coach, that's always good to hear. Um, Coach, um, tough loss to Lincoln Prep on Friday night. Um, Coach, um, just your overall, your thoughts on the game. Well, they're they're a very good football team. We knew it when we, we watched tape, and they are certainly as advertised, probably better in person as athletic and as physical uh, a team as, as, as I, as we played since I've been here the last two seasons. And, you know, we've played the Savannah's and the Maryville's of the world, the Chillicothe's of the world. So I think that statement says it all. Uh, you know, we just um, buzzsaw. Somebody said something about a buzzsaw. I heard that over the weekend. So that'd be, that'd be pretty accurate. Well, coach, you get an opportunity um, to uh, get back on the horse. And um, this week uh, starts MEC play back up and, um, you got a chance to um, go one and zero in the conference against the defending MEC champion St. Pius the Tenth. Um, coach, just um, your thoughts on what you've seen from them on with scouting, and um, what are your thoughts on this game on Friday? Well, you know they're defending champs, and they graduated a couple of bigger bodies up front. They graduated a really good player last year, six five David Devers. Uh, but they have a bulk, the bulk nucleus of their skill kids back, and you know, they played in the state championship game last year. Uh, got beat by Lamar, but you know they have they have a lot of that back. Three year starter back, a quarterback. Uh, they're pretty good. I mean, just they get to the ball extremely well. They've only given up 17 points in the first two weeks. Uh, offensively, I mean, they put up they're averaging 40 some points a game. So it's going to be another monumental challenge for us. You know, we've got some injuries and different things that have, that have popped up, especially from Friday night. So you know, we're going to need to make some adjustments and and, and figure out ways to be successful. Coach, I definitely wish you guys uh, good luck um, this week in practice, and uh, good luck to you guys against St. Pius. And um, Coach Wallace, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. You bet, Cliff. Thank you, buddy. That was Jeff Wallace of the Camber Dragons. Thank you so much, Coach, for coming on the podcast. Um, uh, final matchup that we're going to preview here is a non-conference matchup. The Savannah Savages are going to be taking a non-conference game against Kirksville at home this week. Um. Coach Kopecki's team coming off a um, 6-0 shutout, a Lathrop to even their record at 1-1 one one on the season. Uh, Kirksville coming off a loss to Chillicothe, so they are no different, no di- no strangers to playing MEC teams. So I know Kirksville is going to be looking to rebound in that one. We had an opportunity to talk with Savages head coach Kevin Kopecki about his team's performance last week and a look ahead to this matchup with Kirksville. Here's Coach Kopecki right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're continuing on with our week three pregame show. We are here with the head coach of the Savannah Savages once again. That would be Kevin Kopecki. Coach, how are you? Doing well. Happy Labor Day. Yes, happy Labor Day. We're actually filming this on um, – <laughs> we're actually recording this on Labor Day. Um, well, Coach, um, a good Labor Day weekend coming off a um, pretty defensive 6 nothing victory over Lathrop on Friday. So um, – Coach, um, what were your thoughts on the game? And what, yeah, what were your thoughts on the game? Well, first off, I think I was very impressed with Lathrop. Uh, they're a good football team. You know, they've got some tradition. Um, I know that they lost a really good class a couple years ago. They were in the state championship game, but uh, they've got a new coach over there. They're doing a good job, doing a lot of things right. And uh, their kids played hard for sure. And I think we did as well. It was a good game. Well, Coach, definitely sometimes you got to win games like that. You know, defense, they say sometimes defense wins championships. Um, once again, though, your uh, defense is going to be put to the test as uh, you're going to be playing a non-conference game this week while the rest of the league is going to be starting MEC. You guys are going to be out of conference at home against Kirksville. So, um, Coach, what are your thoughts on them, and uh, what can we expect from the game on Friday? 
Yeah, you know, Savannah, traditionally, we don't play Kirksville. Uh, they're quite a ways away. We were supposed to go there last year, and that's when all the COVID stuff kind of hit around this area. So uh, we haven't played them in my two years here, and I know we haven't played them in a long time. We've got film on them. Obviously, they've got film on us. Uh, they look really good. They're an offensive uh, team. If you had to kind of categorize them, they've scored a lot of points against Macon and some teams like that. Um, you know, they're definitely not an 0-2 team. Uh, their, their record isn't as good as their team is. Uh, we'll, we'll have our hands full, and uh, hopefully we'll play good enough to get the win on Friday. Well, Coach Kapaki, I want to thank you so much for joining the podcast once again, and uh, good luck to you and your boys the rest of the week in practice, and um, good luck to you guys on Friday. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. That was Coach Kopecki of the Savannah Savages. I want to thank him and all the coaches on this segment for appearing on the show again this week. Um, next segment, we're going to talk KCI and GRC. Uh, both conferences are opening up conference play. We'll have a preview of all those games and so much more on the next segment of the Week 3 pregame show. But until then, take care, everybody.